Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Business Success for Life interviews with great entrepreneurs from around the world. My name is Phil Simchich, and I'm the president of Simcoe & Co. Management Consultants. We help entrepreneurs to dramatically grow their businesses. We're pleased to introduce today's special guest, marketing strategist and internet expert, Chad Barr. Chad is a unique individual who successfully helps his clients leverage technology and the internet to dramatically transform their businesses and create irresistible marketing attraction and fantastic business results. His firms, CB Software Systems and the Chad Bar Group, have helped organizations from around the world raise the bar on their internet marketing strategies and business success. And his clients include companies and consultants from Italy, Germany, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and the United States. Chad has published over 60 articles and is the co-author of the new upcoming book, Web Dreams, with Dr. Alan Weiss. His firm, the Chad Bar Group, is recognized as one of the leading internet development organizations in the world. Chad, welcome. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you, Phil. Great to be here with you. You've developed fantastic websites for your clients located all around the world in a variety of industries, businesses of different sizes. Why is a website an important part of marketing, and how can it help, say, a consultant in Iowa or even Saskatchewan in their business? That's a great question. For my clients, who typically are both solopreneurs, small organization, consultants, speakers, authors, the key essence of what a website should be able to do for them is, number one, to create the utmost credibility for them in order to make sure that whoever comes to visit their website sees them as a credible individual, an object of interest for them to contact and to learn more about. So the utmost objective that the site to establish is to create this credibility. The second, once the brand of the individual strengthens, once the individual is able to engage in creating effective products and services, and do it over time, I find that the site has become a tremendous monetization tool, meaning it helps individuals, organizations, to create revenues, income, and increase the, the clients that they deal with by leveraging effective Internet strategies. Excellent. What are the major challenges that your clients are facing in these uncertain but improving economic times? The key challenge that my clients face today is, number one, how to take the internet piece, how to look at the website and create an effective extension of who they are. So that's challenge number one when they're looking at the website, that the whole project is how to effectively do so mm-hmm. and turn it into a marketing tool to generate serious credibility and serious revenues for them. The second challenge many of my clients face, especially in this time where we're starting the recovery from the economic situation we've been facing for several years, is how to increase the success of their business, how to make sure that more people know about them, how to be able to effectively deliver value to their target audience. So today, that challenge translates to how do I position myself in such a way that allows me to effectively be recognized, have more people find out about me, and then 
engage those people in becoming clients and creating revenues. Excellent. So it's it's really about marketing authenticity, authenticity, branding, and and reach. Excellent. Thanks for that. My first website many years ago, I created from a questionnaire that I bought on the internet for about fifty bucks. <laughs> And I locked myself in my office for three days, wrote 50 pages of content. I was pretty proud of myself. I hired a local firm. They made it look good. But my website didn't really drive much business. Fortunately, I recently hired a couple of experts, you and Alan Weiss, to develop my new million-dollar website. And now my site is fantastic, and it's driving a lot more business results. What are the most common mistakes that you see companies making now on their websites or in their web marketing strategies? That's another great question. First of all, let me perhaps articulate what I find to be the key elements to success on the web. There are three components to it. Number one, I call it a wow factor. So the site itself has to look professional, has to look world class. So when people visit the site, I want to make sure that within a few seconds, the site is powerful enough to create the wow factor in the visitor's mind that entices them, therefore, to stay a couple of seconds, hopefully a couple of minutes, and maybe even longer than that, stay around and find out about the website or about the company individual behind the website. The second part is effective content. We talked about the wow factor. The second part in order to create the success is to create amazing, powerful, effective content, such as, for example, articles and position papers and videos and audios to deliver high-end intellectual property that allows the visitor to get answers to their challenges that they're facing or to give them articulation on how to raise the bar concepts that they would like further exploration, further understanding about. And the third component are effective, uh, first of all, is the strategy and the tactics in order to get there. So with all that in mind, some of the mistakes I believe people do is, not, number one, they don't understand those three components of design, content, strategy, and tactics. Then from a tactical perspective, the site itself may not be engaging. So when a visitor comes to the site, there's not dynamic items to click on and to find out interesting. Because think about it, when a visitor actually visits the website, typically their fingers are on their mouth ready to, to click on something. So basically what we want to do is create the enticement and interest for someone to click on something that's of interest. Well, if the site is not engaging and there's too much text on the home page, I call it the blah factor, blah, 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 blah. Too many people are just too much in love with their methodology rather than focus on what's in the client's best interest. So the site, obviously, the opposite. It has to be engaging. It has to be dynamic. The, the other mistake, it does not portray credibility. Or no one knows about you. So, you know, several years ago, Google, Google has become a, a verb in our language. So I always suggest to our clients, if you Google yourself recently, to see where you're positioned, where you're being found. And if you're not, you have to make sure that you engage in effective tactics in order to make sure that people find you. And I can go on and on, but maybe perhaps one more thing that crosses my mind, the content that I refer to is stagnant. That's one of the biggest mistakes people make. And the opposite is true. My recommendation is to make sure that your content is engaging, fresh, and you constantly update it on an ongoing basis. Building on that, what are the best practices of the firm? So you've worked with consultants, coaches, speakers, and businesses of all types. What are they doing? How are they 
most successful in leveraging both working with you and their marketing technology and strategies? So, so the question is, what are the most successful individual do in order to leverage the power of this Internet tool? Is that what you're asking me? Yes, absolutely. What are the best practices of people who are successful leveraging marketing technology and strategies? So number one, they are prolific writers, prolific publishers. The best, of course, is if the individual, the company, the organization, has the ability, the capacity to publish interesting content internally. So whether you're a consultant, a solopreneur, or whether your organization, the key here is to exploit in a positive way your talent and to be able to write in your voice in different aspects of articles or audio recording or video recording the content that your clients are hiring you to resolve. So that's element number one that the most successful individuals are, are doing out there. The second concept is constantly engage in marketing techniques in marketing activities in order to make sure that people know about you. So the most successful individuals that I work with have coined themselves possibly to be referred to as marketing machine. They engage in many aspects of marketing activity. Perhaps maybe now is, is a good segue to maybe talk about this concept. Uh, I often talk about marketing gravity. So the coin was invented by Alan Weiss that we both work with so closely. But up to about a year or so ago, he only had 17 powerful spokes on his marketing gravity. And what I've decided to do is add several more that fit more of my target audience. So today I believe the marketing gravity with my tweaks and adjustments have turned out to be about 37 spokes. Here are some of them. For example, one of the key spokes, of course, that we're talking about today is the website. Mm -hmm. Should you? Do you have a blog? And if so, how do you leverage the blog to drive content, successful value to your clients? Would it make sense perhaps to have an online community, which I call a forum, and interfacing the podcast to iTunes, videos on YouTube, social media, shopping cart, products and services, alliances with other individuals, case studies, surveys, books, ebooks, newsletters, articles. So those are just few of the spokes I'm talking about. The most effective individuals have engaged in every aspect of this marketing gravity and constantly focus on improving, inventing, reinventing, and moving it forward. Wow, that's a lot of information. So is business shifting? The, the old days, people thought marketing meant advertising, and they spent their, their money and their budgets on running ads on TV, radio, and, and the newspaper. And, and they used to spend hundreds of thousands or $500,000 on advertising, which they thought was marketing. And now are you seeing that companies can spend a fraction of what they used to on reasonably useless and, and expensive advertising of yesterday onto much more effective and, and really permanent because the intellectual property then continues to reside there on their site. So are, are people um, strategically getting much better investments and results from their marketing dollars these days because of technology? Absolutely. Uh, actually, that's a great analogy, the, the old way of marketing versus the new way of marketing. So the old way was primarily interruption-based, where we hired ourselves, mm -hmm. our infrastructure of staff and employees, advertising firm to go out there and inter interrupt others with our messages, 
which over time become obnoxious, intrusive, and ineffective. Today, with a fraction of the budget of what used to... For, so if, even, for example, when you needed to record a video commercial, the old days was extremely costly to do so. Today, to record a video that portray yourself with powerful content where in a matter of seconds, say 90 seconds, you could uh, turn on your iPhone as an example, or a flip video, which has unfortunately just been discontinued, or any other such device, and talk about, here's a key challenge my clients are facing, and let me share with you three ways of resolving this challenge. That is very powerful, very economical, very effective, and it's very much in the now. So I don't have to invest budget in all technology or all aspects of trying to interrupt people. The key focus today has to be on how can I leverage this technology economically, quickly, to deliver this immense value to my clients. We're in a whole brand new era right now that makes it so exciting with the technologies that are available, the internet, and this whole issue of social, the whole concept of social media, social marketing, and viral marketing, where, for example, if you come up with a great article, Phil, and I just read that, and I like that, I can tweet about the article, which immediately will go to my Twitter account, which will go to my LinkedIn, which will go to my Facebook. So immediately, within seconds of you writing the article, possibly thousands of people that have connected with me through the various databases, whether it's the Facebook, the LinkedIn of the world, or, or the Twitter, can know about your articles, and they can turn around and then tweet it to their account. Who was it, Einstein, that says one of the biggest force in the universe is... Uh, Come, yeah. I'm sorry? Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Einstein was that said the biggest force uh, is the force of uh, exponential compound interest. Compound interest. Thank you. So yeah, the same yeah, concept yeah. here that within a matter of seconds, minutes, or several hours, we can take a piece of content that is powerful enough and then have it exploited all over the internet, and others can find out about you. That's where the power is today. I've never heard that analogy before, and and you're so right that social media is the new compound interest. And, and it, it keeps going around and providing value and, and reaching your customers. That's great. Thanks for thanks for providing that. Thank you. Um, what are very specifically then is my next question was around credibility, and and so you're saying we we can use social media to enhance our credibility, and that creates a momentum unto itself. And then you gave the example as as to using an, an, an iPhone in a very timely and responsive manner, identify a key challenge and provide two or three solutions. What are some other ways that, say, a, a consultant can use the social media and technology to build their credibility? And, and is this really what your marketing gravity wheel is about? So the, the question, if, if I was to reframe is, what is the key focus? What can I do as a consultant, potentially, or any organization to increase my credibility? Uh, yes, uh, your, your marketing gravity wheel has 34, 37 spokes. I'm a consultant. Where do I start? Since the tool primarily we're talking about today is both technolo technological tools as well as the Internet, this is a topic that is dear to my heart and I speak about in my presentations. How do you create credibility on the web? There are five ways to do that. Number one, if I show up a website for the first time, and I don't know yet anything about Phil Simchich, what I want to find out, first of all, in no particular order, but here are the five. Number one, who are your clients? Who are the ones that are saying great things about you? Because I always say, if I were to brag about what it is that I do, it may come across perhaps as fluff, 
perhaps not so believable by you. Mm-hmm. But yet if my clients tell you how great I am, that's much more of a proof or is absolutely a proof. So my suggestion, number one, publish as much as possible your client list on the web. And that is one of the few pages on the web that I am a firm believer that the page needs to scroll down forever. Because I want the person arriving to your client list to just say, oh, my God, look at the amount of clients that this guy has. He has to be amazing. Number two, client testimonials. What are your clients saying about you? And there are various methods of presenting it effectively on the web. So both written testimonials, perhaps some audio testimonials, although I find video testimonials today to be the most effective ways of leveraging the power of the Internet. One of the recent testimonials that one of my dear clients gave me was done in 19 seconds, very effective, very powerful. So it doesn't have to be lengthy, just has to focus on the impact and the results that you have helped establish by working with the client. So client list is number one. Client testimonials, either written or video recorded or audio recorded. Number three are client's results. And the results are typically, what are the results that you have helped generate for the clients? Now, for example, let's say that one of the results, Phil, that you have helped generate for your clients, which I know you oftentimes is your focus, is increased profits, which is a very, very powerful and desirable result. Won't it be great if on the results page, indented below the result that says dramatic increase of profit, there are several testimonials from your clients with their name, their title, their organization, substantiating that the result has absolutely has been achieved. So that makes it much more believable. Number four are case studies. And the, the format typically that I recommend for my clients to use is the format of three paragraphs. The first paragraph should focus on what is the challenge that the client was facing when you first started to work with them. What was the inter- intervention? How did you go about helping them? And the third one, the outcome and result. What has been the utmost outcome and result of your work with them? And the fifth one, which we've talked about several times today, is your intellectual property. So in order to create this credibility, it's the list, the testimonials, the results, the case studies, and then your body of work being the amazing content that will allow me as a visitor to gain the wisdom that you have to give me and therefore to intrigue me enough to say, this is the guy I want to hire in order to resolve the challenges I've been facing and to be able to allow me to increase the bar and get my company to a higher level. Yeah, that's that's great, Chad. I'm sure lots of people will be hitting pause and, and jotting down notes on, on those five things. So thanks for sharing. That's excellent. In, in your work with your clients, a client comes to you with a specific challenge or problem. Can you give us an example of how you've helped one of your clients overcome a, a specific marketing challenge or problem? Absolutely, and perhaps this is a good time for me to actually illustrate by example. You were kind enough to share our relationship through the project we worked for you. Another person is Libby Wagner, who shared with me, both in a testimonial and also in a video testimonial, the success and the outcome of the project we worked on for her to put together an amazing website that was loaded with value and videos that communicated the messages she wanted to communicate to, to her clients. So before we've done that, she had a website that was primarily, I call it, uh, perhaps a step above a business card or maybe even a little bit better than that. There were some articles there. But the key essence was focusing on how do we create a wow-looking website that incorporates that amazing content I talked about before in leveraging powerful strategies and tactics in order to drive this powerful content to her target audience. 
And then she shared with me that by virtue of putting this project together, she has gained an amazing client, a global client, actually from the UK, that have invested, if I'm not mistaken, about $250,000 in the first project with her. And the website was the tool that created the credibility in their mind. So what I talk about, that client, for example, came to the website. The thought across my mind was not whether they should use Libby, but how should they use her. So when the call came into her, the credibility was already established, and therefore, they called her and said, how can we use you? That's the example. Wow. So going back to our marketing expense discussion, Libby must have received a fantastic return on investment um, by generating that client success, and that's just one. Uh, and, and that continues uh, to perpetuate, right? And then that client does more work, that client refers. And, and the, the key, uh, my, my construction and engineering clients talk about root cause. Well, the root cause of, of this success then was that website and, as a credibility tool. Excellent. That's right. And, and one more thing that I would like to comment on, and several of my clients have, have shared that with me, that the project of working together on a website like that has become a transformation process or journey in their business. So as we start to work, for example, on identifying what is the value proposition that has to be an integral part of your website, as the client has to work on the value proposition of how their clients are better off by virtue of working with them, they have to give a lot of thoughts to what is the an effective value proposition. When then we talk about the services, for example, they have to be able to come up with a powerful language to articulate what are the various service offerings that they have for the clients, and therefore, how is the client better off by engaging them in the various services. So it has become a transformational mechanism to help the clients gain tremendous success, in, as, as I just illustrated in the example of Libby, which is quite typical with many of my clients. Uh, I agree, and you've taken me through that transformation as well, uh, because you help me and, and your other clients. We're now focusing that value externally, on our clients and our customers instead of internally on our technical worlds and our methodology and our checklists and our processes. It's helped me to specifically be more articulate and more clear about, for example, we turn busy entrepreneurs into wealthy entrepreneurs. And, and so it's an external message that's driven uh, for results for our, for our customers. So, so thank you for that. And, and so I, I want to move on here then into your uh, full um, consulting offering. You offer consulting, coaching, mentoring. You regularly speak at industry and, and special events, and you have a ton of value on your website. Can you briefly explain each of your service offerings and how you can use that to help your clients? So You said it very well. Uh, so, so first of all, the essence of my company is uh, we, we for years, uh, almost 25 years, we started as, as a software development company that we provided software tools for our clients by putting together innovative set of programs in order to resolve the, the business challenge our clients were facing. And then the beautiful transformation for us with the invention of the Internet and especially the explosion of the Internet perhaps 12 or 15 years ago, many of our clients have come to us and requested help on getting to the Internet 
and that has evolved. So I remember the first request from some of our clients were, can you help us with the Internet, get to the Internet? And I realized at that time that that was an opportunity for me to start moving the business in a new direction that my clients were asking me for. And yet I remember shortly thereafter, one of my clients have approached us and say, this thing called Amazon, I would like to create the same kind of functionality for my clients. Can you help me with that? And that has presented us both with the challenges but with the utmost opportunity at that time to transform our skill set through our team and then start to provide solutions that are business solutions to resolve e-commerce or e-business type application where my clients' clients can then engage them in purchase from them. And then with this connection through Alan Weiss and his community, uh, we've gotten hundreds if not thousands of requests to help people with every aspect of their business. So the long answer to your short question is the key focus of my organization today is leveraging every aspect of technologies in helping our clients truly take advantage of the Internet to dramatically grow their business. Does that answer the question? Um, yes, it, it answers uh, the question. And, and you now provide access to that value in, in many different ways. So can you speak just briefly on consulting, on coaching, on mentoring, on, on, on speaking and on the different ways that people can access that. Right. So some of the ways is what I just suggested is to help me and my team helping develop application, whether it's internet solutions or apps for iPads and iPhone in the near future or software tools to help my clients take advantage of whatever challenge they're facing. To summarize, this portion is every aspect of technology development. The second one that I personally get involved in very much so is the speaking area where I speak uh, throughout the world, strategies, business strategies, and internet strategies, and effective ways of creating success by leveraging technological tool and the internet. And then, of course, consulting, coaching, mentoring is my way to engage either an entire organization or a solopreneur one-on-one by being able to coach them and help them understand what they need to focus on to create those dramatic successes that I referred to. Thanks for that clarification. And, and as one of the foundation tools that you use in the variety of ways that you provide your services is your Internet Strategic Profile, which is available on, on your website. And so can you just discuss briefly how you use uh, the Internet Strategic Profile in, in your work and, and its value to your clients? That's, that's great. Thank you. First of all, thanks for the question. That's a great question. And number two, I'm very passionate about that. So first of all, the strategic profile was something I learned about from Ellen Weiss, and I've adapted it and then modified it for, for my needs. So for example, that strategic profile is a process visual or chart that has three columns to it, competitive, distinct, and breakthrough. And then Ellen had three labels for that strategic profile. The labels were products, services, and relationships. What I've done is think about what are some of the key elements necessary to create the utmost success leveraging technology and the web. And I looked across the board in some of the best successes out there, starting with several of our clients that are very, very successful. For an example, Alan Weiss. What is he doing to create the success? I looked at Marshall Goldsmith. I looked at Seth Godin. I looked at Jeffrey Gittimer, just some of the names that I would like to mention here. And what I found out that if I look at the following labels, their content, their design and navigation, their overall website, their blog, 
possibly their online community, their newsletter, or newsletters, I should say, plural, their podcasts and the way the podcast proliferates itself throughout the web on iTunes and beyond, their videos, their products and services they have to offer, both physical products as well as digital products, their involvement with social networking, webinars and teleseminars, and the ease of way to do business with them. What I find out that those individual I just mentioned and the most successful people out there are somewhat bordering between what I refer to as distinct to breakthrough. They're absolutely constantly breaking through and pushing the envelope with new concept, new content, new blog entries, newsletters that are provoking and helpful to their clients. So when I ask in my speeches, my own audience sometimes, to look at such successes and rank them and say, where do you see them? I hear absolutely breakthrough, sometimes perhaps distinct. They're not competitive. Yet when I looked at most of the individuals that I talked to in my presentation and I say to them provocatively, where are you? I kind of see people <laughs> put down their face, unfortunately, and some of it meaning that either they're competitive or not even competitive. So with that in mind, I find that this is a huge diagnostic tool to help all of us, self-included here, to constantly raise the bar and say, if I just look at my blog, for example, how would I personally rank my blog? How would my clients rate my blog? Would they suggest it's competitive? This thing breakthrough. If, let's say, for the sake of discussion, my blog is somewhere between competitive and distinct, what will it take to move it slightly to the right, to move it to become more distinct, possibly to border on breakthrough? If we don't do anything, we remain stagnant. Gravity alone, not doing anything, is going to start to move us to the left towards distinct, towards competitive, or nothing. And therefore, our competitors will become much better than us. So the challenge that is facing us is to constantly reinvent and rethink new concepts in order to make sure that when we look at the strategic profile, we move to the right of the strategic profile to deliver this utmost value to our clients. Excellent. So um, in, in terms of your ongoing development and, and your being more distinct and more breakthrough, you, you shared with me your new technology internet business success blueprint. And, and it, I, I looked at this and I was, I was, at first I didn't understand or comprehend, but it, it is extremely significant because of both its breadth and its depth. So can you just sort of as a, as a teaser quickly talk about and introduce uh, the future of your blueprint? It's a great question. What I've come to realize that there are so many components that one, one being consultant, speaker, author, small to large organization need to look at in order to fully embrace technology and the internet to create the success that we're talking about out there. So I start to break it into different areas of focus that one should start looking at. So anywhere from, for example, what is your mindset, which could be one of the pillars to look at? What is the lifestyle you're trying to create? Do you want to pursue your passion? How disciplined are you? How good are you about creativity and, and, and innovation? The other one could be hardware and software, for example. What hardware is necessary or the bare minimum to create the success that we're looking for? And I start to create this blueprint that then gets into the detail and drills down into every segment of what the blueprint should look like in order to create a success, both from an overview perspective, almost like an org, org charts, think about mm -hmm. it. So, and then every component of the blueprint 
is identified and can be drilled down into with the utmost explanation for my clients to explain to them, first of all, how to get there, and then to guide them through how to do so effectively and successfully. So you'll actually be able to provide, and, and already do to a significant extent, um, uh, one-stop shopping for your clients. Uh, they don't need a full-time chief marketing officer, and even if they had one, they couldn't do half of this stuff because you and your firm have years of experience and expertise at both the breadth and the depth, right from marketing strategy and, and entrepreneurial mindset into the nuts and bolts hardware and software and what kind of microphone you need to do a podcast. It's, it's amazing. I think it's going to be a really powerful tool um, that, that people are, are going to be able to uh, work with you uh, to really get results much faster um, because it wasn't integrated before. Like, uh, I don't think your competition is definitely not some pimply case pimply-faced teenage kid sitting in his parents' basement eating Doritos, uh, designing a, a blog. Like, that's not what this is about. This is about marketing success for successful businesses, and it's just fascinating. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, there, there used to be a great commercial years ago, actually played by IBM, which actually was one of my my favorite commercial to look at. It was done very effectively, and it shows um, the owner for an organization sitting right next to a younger kid, and the yep. younger kid is showing him this amazing new website he created for him where fires and flames are all over the screen and just an exciting things uh, when you look at the screen. And the CEO looks at the kid and says to him, can you do inventory control and handle my business? And the kid looks at him and says, I don't know how to do that. So, so the analogy here is there's tremendous amount of help required and necessary for entrepreneurs and businesses to learn how to do this. And you cannot just jump into it and just kind of try, to, although you could try to do it, but to create the utmost success, there's a blueprint. And that blueprint is something I've worked on for quite some time. And what I'm excited about is that it will provide the utmost help for my clients, accelerate the success they're looking for, and to really find out the answer. As you just said, how do I do a podcast? How do I record a video? What equipment should I need? How do I create a script? What is an effective script? Give me an example. This will be a repository of intellectual property that will allow them to drill down and get the answers to their questions. Yep. Fantastic. And as part of your thought leadership in, in your area of Internet and, and marketing strategic success, you're working on a book called Web Dreams along with Alan Weiss. Can you give us a perspective on what that book is about and how it can help people improve their business success? I'm very excited about the book. Uh, the title is Web Dreams, which I just have to say it very carefully, <laughs> leveraging technology to create powerful brands and great business. For quite some time, talking about some of the elements we're talking about in today's podcast, the question have been asked of me, how do I do all of this? The key essence of this book is to give the answers and to drill down into some of them. What should you look at when you're thinking about creating a successful business? So, for example, if one of the elements is creating communities, which I believe is a huge component of one's success today, what do you need to do in order to create such a community? What are the elements? What are the attributes of successful communities? What are the traps you should watch out for when you're thinking about communities and so on? The book is going to be the answer to organizations, entrepreneurs, to be able to figure out how to leverage the web and technologies effectively 
to create the success they're looking for in their business. So, so who is your ideal client? Can you describe them for us? Today, my ideal client starts from a solo entrepreneur, such as a service provider, an architect, consultants, a lot of consultants, speakers, authors, attorneys, lawyers, all the way through small, medium to large organizations that are looking for ways to leverage technology in the web. So today we have hundreds of consultants we work with. We also have some organizations such as distribution clients that are looking to leverage the web and technology to increase their success of distribution businesses, whether it's inventory control, whether it's transferring inventory from one warehouse to another and such. So again, the short answer to the question is solopreneurs, service providers, small, medium, and large organizations. Okay. So if someone wants to explore your offerings and value, what's the best place for them to start? What should they do? So one way to, to, to start is, of course, our website. The main website today is cbsoftware.com. It's changing shortly to the chadbargroup.com. And, of course, my blog, which is chadbar.com. Or they can just simply email me, chad, C-H-A-D, at cbsoftware.com. Or just call us. I still answer the phone, or accessible, I should say, through through the phone. And that is 216-991-2277. And somewhere on our website, we, of course, have an 800 number that people can take advantage of as well. So in, in closing, you've told businesses all over the world strengthen their brands, increase their reach, and raise the bar on their business potential and their results. And I've had the privilege and pleasure of knowing you and seeing your results for several years and most recently in my own business and my new website at simcoandco.com. What are you most excited about for the future of the Chad Bar Group? What are you working on for the future? So similar to what we discussed today, what excites me the most is how to tap into people's minds, into people's brain, and be able to pull out of it the amazing wisdom that they have worked on and collected over the years. So when it's in someone's head, in their brains, we refer to it as their intellectual capital. The process of taking that amazing intellectual capital, so whether it's my clients or myself, and transforming it into manifestation of products, services, publications of articles and surveys and podcasts, that process becomes intellectual property. Once that is done so effectively, that creates an amazing value for your audience, for my audience, and therefore improves this place, this world where we are. So in essence, my role here is to help improve this world by leveraging technology to pull out of me and out of my clients the amazing wisdom intellectual capital that they've worked on and put it out there to the world with technologies to drive it effectively to their clients so their clients improve their lives and their businesses. Chad, thank you very much for sharing your powerful and pragmatic ideas with us today. Um, You've provided us with a lot of content and great advice on how we can raise the bar uh, in our own businesses. Thank you very much and goodbye. 